Welcome to the Pulp Nostalgia and Old Time Radio Podcast. This week, we have Organ, an episode of Lights Out, written by Arch Obler. This episode first aired on May 12, 1937. Lights Out was created by Willis Cooper in 1934, first airing over WENR in Chicago. The show went national in 1935, broadcast over NBC. And Obler took over as a showrunner in 36. After he left the show, it was canceled, but then revived by CBS from 1942 to 1943 with Obler back at the helm. One of radio's most influential writers, Arch Obler also wrote for the Pulps in the 1920s and 30s, across a number of different genres. His first Pulp story was in the October 1927 issue of Breezy Stories, and his final original story appeared in the May-June 1936 issue of Dr. Yen Sin, a short-lived villain pulp. That same year, he got his big break in radio when he took over Lights Out, and he left the pulps behind. You can learn more about Obler and other pulp writers in the Beginner's Guide to Pulp Fiction, Volume 2. It, along Volume 1, is available in print and ebook from Amazon and other outlets. You can also get a discounted price by buying direct from our site at brickpicklemedia.com. That direct link is also in the show notes. This podcast is a Brick Pickle Media production. For more, be sure to visit our website where you can find a link to all of our books and our entire online store. And remember, if you like the show, please leave feedback on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And with that, on with the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Lights out, everybody. Twenty is eighty, and twenty is one hundred. Perfectly correct. One hundred dollars rental for two months. And now, uh, as a matter of a receipt, of course. If you don't mind. Not at all. Not at all, Mister Cook. Do business in a business-like way is my motto. We aren't a very large firm, but service supreme is our motto. Uh, now, what did I do with my receipt book? So careless of me. In this pocket, 
Oh, oh any old piece of paper will do. No, 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 no. Here we are. I had it in this pocket all the time. I'll just sit down over there and write it out for you. Well, darling? Well, that is simply unbelievable. Fifty bucks a month for a furnished Grand Central Palace like this one. <laughs> Beautiful. There's something wrong in the woodpile someplace. But do you really think so? Oh, of course not. I'm only kidding. Well, this old house seems to chill me somehow. It's so full of shadows. Oh, nonsense. You're letting the storm outside affect you. You were always afraid of lightning, you know. There was a blinding flash just as we came in the drive. It illuminated the whole house. It seemed to glower at us. Yeah, he made himself right at home pretty quick, didn't he? <laughs> the fact is, Papa. What? Now, that's libel. I never curled up on a strange sofa. What? Uh, without at least three drinks and a proper introduction. <laughs> anyway, I think... Oh, quiet. Here comes service to print. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are, folks. Money receipted, right and proper. <clears throat> I, uh, I, uh, I hope you'll be quite satisfied here. Uh, quite. Oh, I'm sure we will be. As you can see, our little boy has made himself at home already. Uh, cute little fellow. I do hope he'll be quite all right. <clears throat> well, I I must be getting along. Business, you know. Uh, moving in at once, aren't you? Well, we've planned to... Yes, 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 yes. You, you told me you were. Well, uh, good luck and uh, uh, goodbye, Mrs. Crook. Uh, Mrs. Crook, goodbye. Uh, goodbye. Well, <laughs> I wasn't he in a hurry to get out. Service supreme until the minute the rent's paid, and then it's exit extraordinary. <laughs> well, I better go get the things in out of the car. Gosh, dear, I never thought we'd spend the summer in a mid-Victorian mansion, did you? Huh? Dear, I'm talking to you. Hmm? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Why the pencil look? What are you thinking about? Of what that that man said. What man? Oh, you mean Service Supreme, huh? Yes. Well, what pearl of wisdom did he spout? Well, remember when he looked at Jilly sleeping in? Yeah. He said, I do hope he'll be all right. Yeah, so he did. So what? In the way he said it. (laughs) Ah, go on. Say, uh, you'll have to get some help in to clean up this place. Looks like my fraternity house used to after we threw a dance. Chuck! Huh? What are you staring at? Huh? What What are you doing in here? Oh, boy. Bella, you startled us. What are you doing in here? Chuck, you must be the caretaker of the real estate man told us about. Oh, yes, sure. You answer me. What are you doing here? Answer me. Hey, Chuck, what's the matter with that man? Hey, look here, old boy. You don't have to throw any cat fits. We rented this place from Service Supreme. I mean, uh, what's his name, Mr. Hawkins, that real estate man up in town? Rented? You sure. Here's a receipt. A hundred bucks for the next two months. Two months? Yeah, yeah, I know it isn't much, but it's all the fellow wanted, and so it's all he got. Of course, with all due respect to you, caretaker, uh, you are the caretaker, aren't you? Yes. I. Huh? Oh, good. Then I can speak freely. Uh, as I was saying, the rental doesn't seem like much, but 
After all, big as it is, it's a pretty crummy old place. Chuck. Well, it is. That real estate fella said there hadn't been anyone living here regularly for 20 years since these people, uh, what's the name, all died. Reynolds. Huh? What'd you say? What did he say, Ann? I don't know, but he frightened me. Reynolds. Mr. and Mrs. And Paula. Oh, Reynolds. Yeah, they're the people that lived here, aren't they? Mr. Who's this real estate said something about... Get out of here. Huh? Get out of here. Chuck. You hear me? Now, Get wait off. a minute. Here. Wait a minute. Get out. Get out. You don't belong here. We rent no, this place. No one place. belongs here. No one. And then that's mine. Stop waving your hands around. Oh, Twenty boy. years. Stop mine. it. Will Get you? out. Get out. Say, what is this? You all get out. All of you. An entertainment by a crack nut off of 50 a month. Well, but why would he so sure? Don't ask me. I'm no psychiatrist. Oh, well, let's not let old crackpot spoil things. I'll slip him a few bucks in the morning and he'll be all right. Now, uh, let's wake that snoozing uh, son uh, of ours. Look, <laughs> huh? He is awake. What? <laughs> you little rascal, you. How long have you been sitting there watching, young man, huh? A long time. Where are we, Dad? I'll tell you, Billy Boy. We're in a great, big, beautiful house where you and I and Father are going to have a good time for the next two months. <laughs> Isn't that good news? Well, why don't you answer your mother, Billy? Aren't you glad we're going to be staying here in the country? Dad. Yes, son? Please, let's get out of here. I'm awful scared. I wonder if you're sleeping. Mm. Yeah. I'll go sleep. You're very quiet, Chuck. Yeah, yeah, I will. 
Well? <laughs> like a regular chair. Well, Chuck, keep your voice down. Oh, that air of ours is sleeping so sound it takes Susan's band to wake him up. Maybe we should have let him sleep with us this one night. And have him grow up into a lily that falls over at the sight of his own shadow? <laughs> I know, Mrs. Cook. He sleeps in that room and likes it. Anyway, he's deep in sleep, so that's that. Uh, uh. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Stretching out feels good. Uh. It's going to take at least two bands to wake me up tonight. Hmm. Lock all the doors. Mm-hmm. And the windows. Yeah. Are you sure? No. Oh, now listen, honey. Please tell me. I am telling you. This house is locked up tighter than a hoosegow. Shutters, doors, everything. I tell you, if that crazy old coot decides to come back to continue his oration, he'll have to use a hacksaw to get in. I wish it was morning. Hmm? You could sort of straighten things out with him. After all, he is the caretaker. Oh, forget it. We rented the place from the regular agents, and if the old boy doesn't like it, well, it's just too bad. Now what? Uh, let's go to sleep, huh? Um, but, Chuck... Oh, Anne. But I want to know. Hmm. What? Well, why should he have gotten so excited? It's been worrying me. Oh, I don't know. Maybe because he thinks we'll mean more work. Twenty years. Huh? What'd you say? Oh, I was just wondering why this place hasn't been rented or sold all these years. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Just could it be? What? Oh, nothing. Say, are you thinking of... Why, sure, just because the house is big and old and hasn't been lived in for a long time doesn't mean that... Oh, I tell you that storybook stuff. Chuck. Huh? Why did Billy say that he was frightened? Oh, he's just a little kid. Well, isn't it possible that... Young children are closer. To what? To things that aren't of this world. Huh? And cold. I was just thinking. Well, not thinking things like that. Of all the screwy ideas to get in the middle of the night, in the middle of nowhere. Now, come on. Go to sleep before you give me the jitters, too. Save the ghost talk for tomorrow morning when the sun's shining. It's a little dark and dismal, weird right now to be talking about.
Machen. Oh, Chuck. But it... It can't be. It's not a radio. Chuck, I'm frightened. I knew something was wrong. No, I knew it. That old man was right. We shouldn't have come here. Stop. We shouldn't Anne, have. Really I know the music right, in the middle of the night now. Don't night. let go like I'm that. I'm scared. Waiting. Stop. So quiet now? Yes. Yeah. Did we really hear it? I felt the floor vibrating. Like it does when the organ plays in church. <laughs> yeah. He's all right. Billy. Oh, Mom, Dad. Billy. Darling, why were you laughing like that? Why, Billy? Oh, because I've been having fun. Gosh, lots of fun. Oh, a dream, son. You mean you've been having a funny dream? Gosh, no. Not a dream. Isn't my dad funny, old lady? Oh, lady. Huh? Who? Who did you say that to, Billy? She wants me to go downstairs with her to listen to the music. Music? But I told her I couldn't go. Not unless you said I could go. Can I, Mom? Can I go? Go. Go where, Billy? Where? Downstairs, like I told you. With her. Billy, listen to me. Who are you talking about? John? And to your mother. Who are you talking about? Yes, and why are you staring at the foot of the bed? What are you looking at? Horrible music again. It's here. 
an organ right in this room. Oh, Mother, in heaven, where's it coming from? I don't where? Know. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I can't stand it, Chuck. I can't. Please, please, please. Organs playing music. Oh, There's no one here. Can't be played. Stop it. 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 Daylight ever come. I wish we wasn't here. Look. Hmm? It's getting darker. Of course. It's all right. Just the dark before the dawn. You know. Yes. It seems to be getting lighter. And your music's dying away. Yeah. Light. What a funny light. Anne, is there something wrong with my eyes? No. I see it too. Do you? The wall over there. A light. Green, isn't it? Growing on it. Oh, Chuck, I'm afraid. we got to get out of here quick. Yes. No, no, wait. That wall. The green light's gone through it. Beyond it. There's a room there now. A room. Yes. Yes, I see it, too. Oh, Chuck, what madness is this? Mommy, what are you afraid of? Anne, there's someone sitting in that room. In the green light. Yes. It's a... It's a girl. Seems so clearly. And yet... Somehow it isn't real. Is it? Look at the way she's dressed. So strange. So clear. And yet it's more like a picture on the wall. Not deep. The flatness of a picture. Chuck, look. There's a man coming into that horrible light. By George. It's him. What? Don't you recognize him? The old caretaker. Yes. Yeah. But now he isn't so old. Get me out of here. No, 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 wait. We don't dare go. Not yet. Pictures on the wall. And yet not pictures. He's going closer to her. No. I see it. God in heaven, he's talking. And yet he hasn't flesh. I know he hasn't. <gasps> oh, it's you, Mr. Alberton. She speaks, too. Pictures talking, is it? Am I not? Yeah, Paula. I wanted to talk to you. But you know, Mr. Elderson, Mother doesn't like to have me talk with you. Because I'm a simple man, eh? A gardener. A servant. Oh, Chuck. Don't talk. Whatever the reason, Mr. Elderson, you shouldn't come here when Mother's away. 
It is right. Your mother. Mr. Velveteen. Yeah, your mother. I've got nothing, so I'm not good enough, eh? Please go. Your father, he promised me, before he died, he promised me in his will, he'd give me money. Plenty money for all I did for him. Well, I'm sorry he didn't leave it to you. Ah, your mother, though. Don't blame her. It wasn't her fault. It wasn't in the will. How could she give it to you? Your father, he promised me. Mr. Reynolds, he promised me. They're the people that own this house. And Mr. Hawkins said they've all been, been dead for 20 years. It's no use, Mr. Robinson, talking about that again and again. Please go. Oh, you drive me out too, eh? Please don't talk like that. <laughs> if I had money, the money your father promised me, you wouldn't tell me to go, would you? Maybe you would love me, huh? Marry me, eh? Don't look at me like that. You frighten me. <laughs> that you could love me anyway, Paula Reynolds. I make you love me. No. <laughs> make no. you love me. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. You love me. I make you love me. You make you love me. You make love me now. I love you. The light's And they're going with it. What have we seen, Chuck? What? Wait. The light. Coming back. Don't look, Billy boy. Say, darling, put your head against Mother. And look. He's killed her. Oh, Chuck. Standing over her. That horrible look on his face. Chuck. Another woman's coming in. The mother. Turning toward her. Chuck, he's going to kill her. I can't move. I want to scream. I can't. <coughs> Do something, Chuck. He's killing the mother. Killing her. What can I do? I'm rooted here. I can't move. Gone. The light goes. And they go with it. But we saw him kill them both. Mother and daughter. Billy. Billy didn't see. No. No, he buried his head against me so tightly. But Chuck. What's the matter? Billy's asleep. Yes. So quietly against me. Well, it is if someone out there didn't want him to see that horror. Only you and I. Well, it is if someone out there didn't want him to see that horror. Only you and I. Chuck, what was it that we saw? What? Whatever it was, I'm getting out of here. Quick. Give me the boy. Wait. <gasps> what? The old man. The one we just saw. The one you just saw what? You. You killed him. How and why, I don't quite understand. But we saw you kill the mother and daughter. Oh. You know. Was it real? What did we see? 
Yes. I killed them both. Yes. I killed them. And why not? The one gave me no love. The old one. No money. He promised me. He promised me. But when he died, he gave me nothing. Yeah. Killed him. Yes. Yes. Killed him. With my own hands, I killed him. Stop the police. Yes. No. No police. There were no police then. There will be no police now. But murder two women. They know. I know. And now, you know. No one else will ever. What? What do you mean? I didn't want you here. Now you know why I must kill you. That gun. Yes, with the gun. Them, 20 years ago with my hand. Oh, you're crazy. You're no, gun. I'm Lights Out, written especially for radio by Arch Overler, comes to you each Wednesday from our Chicago studio. This is the National Broadcasting Company.
for listening to WMAQ, the Chicago Daily News Station.